Um, no, so I wanted to, um, well, welcome back to Semi-Charm Kind of Pod, first With of all. Kyle. Jump right into and it. And Ashley. Ashley. your host, your Semi-Charm Kind of host. Yes. Um, no, so on a day of recording multiple, I mean, that's how we do it, right? Multiple episodes of recording session. But no, um, I figured it would be a good, well, we figured it would be a good, uh, stir my cauldron. Yeah, what's stirring your cauldron? So, this is a little out of season, but I thought of it after we did one of our last recording batches because Mm -hmm. it hit me and I was like, ooh, that would be a really good stirring my cauldron. So it's totally out of season. Okay. I'm going to say it anyway because it's a good one and I don't want to forget because I'm going to forget by the time it, you know what I mean, I would go to actually use it again. Yep. So... Stirring my cauldron mm-hmm. really bothers me when it's a, a when it's like Halloween time. It is around the time of Halloween. I will say, give or take two, maybe even a week after Halloween. Mm-hmm. If someone is in public in their costume, yeah, don't be looking at them sideways. It's Halloween. Don't be looking at don't be looking at the fairy in the grocery store. Like, oh my god, what it's Halloween. Here? It drives me up a wall. <laughs> and the reason that I want to say it is because I saw it. I was at the grocery store, and there was a woman who was dressed. She was so cute. She had little fairy wings. She had a little classic little, like, tulle tutu. Yeah. And she was by herself. She was just shopping. She had, like, glitter on her face. And the looks that this woman was getting, it was Halloween. It was Halloween day. It was the day of Halloween. And and people had the audacity to look sideways at this woman. That's horrible. I was... but you never know what I people are so doing mad. anyway. What it's does it matter? I'm like, oh, what? So because I'm on my way to my office party in, yeah. in my, in my costume, I can't run yeah. an errand? That's wild. <laughs> what does it matter? You're not hurting but anybody. I got this visceral. I got this visceral. <laughs> in the grocery store, and I was like, I literally pulled out my phone, and I was like, this is going to be a good story in my cauldron. Because yep. how dare you? People are horrible to each other. And like you said, it is the, it is the season. <laughs> <clears throat> It wouldn't even bother me any day of the week. If it was June. Yeah, what does it matter? <laughs> like, and I'm in Target. Yeah. In my fucking Jason mask. Yeah, probably somebody <laughs> should approach me. <laughs> I never thought about that. that. Would be a little creepy. Yeah, I mean the mask. A full mask would be weird. Along. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, costumes in public places around the time of Halloween let people live their goddamn lives. I was that's so, wild. I that was would that so, pisses me off. Yeah. I don't think that she noticed. I mean, I hope that she didn't notice, that's but I definitely sad. noticed at least. You know what I mean? Two or three glances being thrown at this woman. And I was like, it is Halloween. That's horrible. It is the day to be out. Yes. Let people be in happy. Costume. If somebody wants to be in costume 24 hours a day, do oh, it. Them. People are so mean. So, yeah, no, I was like, I'm talking about this on the podcast. I don't care. That's a you good one. You know why? One. Because it's my show. That's a really good one. <laughs> I like that one, though. Right? That's good. And I was like, I'm not going to remember this my next Halloween. So you're going to be listening to this in February. And good. here's something that pisses me keep off about it, Halloween. Yeah, but keep it keep it that way all year long, okay? <laughs> keep that same sentiment. I, You know what? I do. If you want to dress up as a fairy and go to your local grocery store, who am I to tell you no? Yeah, I no agree. One. No one. No. I, if I want to identify as a purple person 24-7, I'm going to. Purple people are real people. Are they really? Those people that like only buy things that are purple. Oh, I've seen green people. I've Nothing. seen them all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Good for you. Alone. Not me. I don't have the dedication. I don't care that much. That's the reality of it. And I get sick of things so easily. Yeah. Except for black. I'll never be sick of black. It's just so. It's just all me. encompassing. It is. Black is colored my soul. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Does that segue into what you're talking about at all? Um, fairy people. I don't think that these have souls. Oh, 
okay, so one of those. Got it. This is gonna be good. Oh great. Have you ever... You haven't scared me yet, honestly though. This I think this, this... one might get to you. Oh Jesus. Okay. Because this is gonna play on this, Okay. I think this is gonna play on a lot of things. Your, every one of your papers is thicker and thicker. Did and you thicker. miss the part where I texted you the couple weeks ago when I was ready to record and I was like, I stepped up my game for these next couple episodes? Well, I did know that, but I didn't know quite I'm saying we have a guest in the studio, so if you hear some snuffling up on the Sorry, microphone, I swear it is Stacey not me. <laughs> she's being very good though. She's um, a good dog, but no, she she's just great. loves people. Do you remember when I had my dog here for the Christmas episode? Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Um, and you got another one. This, Shout out you. I'm going to be talking about not deer. Do you know what a not deer is? I don't think I want to know. We just got done talking about deer. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. I know that's why I was like, I'm just going gonna, gonna to sit here. No. Tight-lipped. No. What is it? Creepy deer? So a not deer is not. So you, it's hard to describe like what exactly a is not it a Patronus? Is. No, decidedly <laughs> not. You do not want this as your Patronus. Gross. Um, okay. So, not deers are mostly defined um, in contrast to a known animal, okay. i.e. a deer. Okay. Um, there are a lot of... We're, we'll get into the description of a not, of like what a not deer is. Um, what I'm going to read you, um, this is widely de- believed to be the first mention of not deer online. Okay. Um, and this was posted by Will O the Witch in uh, 2021. Willow the Witch. Literally. Okay. Um, to Tumblr. <laughs> Those days. Right. All right, so anyone who spends a decent amount of time in Appalachia knows the not-deer. If you've gone on the Blue Ridge Parkway at night, you've probably seen him. Now, keep in mind, if you don't live in an area with a lot of deer, deer are freaky bastards on their own. Truth. They're really big, extremely agile, move surprisingly quietly, and are extremely durable. It's not unheard of for someone to hit a deer and total their car. Yes. Once I heard a story of a man who hit a deer on accident and decided to take it home and at least get some good meat out of a bad situation. That's illegal, just so you know. It is. On the drive home, the deer woke up and absolutely shredded the inside of this man's trunk. They're very cute, but you definitely don't want to mess with one. Mm -mm. Just keep that relationship in the back of your mind. Yikes. Anyway, the not deer is more or less what I'd call a folk cryptid. Everybody has their story about it. They're all somewhat similar. You're in a car at night in a rural, heavy, heavily wooded area and probably a bit lost. It's not wildly uncommon to see a possum crossing the road, see blips of little animals with your headlights. You see a deer, so you or your friends go, oh, deer, and slow down in case it leaps in front of you. Mm. Then you see it more clearly. There's just something wrong about it. Mm. There's something about its eyes. You feel your stomach get heavy like a rock, the hair on your neck raise. You sense intelligence that you shouldn't. It doesn't move like a deer. It moves like a, oh, God, what is that thing? Ew. Whatever that thing is, it's not a deer, and we need to leave. You hit the gas, and you get the hell out of there. A group of my friends got lost on the parkway once and reemerged with a chilling story. They aren't the kind of folks to lie or over-exaggerate. Among other freaky stuff that happened, the driver claimed she saw a deer in the road. Then she noticed the deer was on two legs. What? (laughs) So that's believed to be, like, the first, like, internet, like... Because they're a relatively, like, new mm-hmm. folklore cryptid, right? Or so we think. I hate it. So they're, so not deer are also known uh, in, so their lore behind them, like, they they do have a name in folklore. Like, okay. Not deer is very much kind of just like a internet slang for them. There's reference um, in folklore going back that reference, references some an entity called a Dior. Okay. D-E-O-R. 
Okay. And it's like something posing as a deer. Okay. So very much gross. A not deer. Got it. Um, so their Appalachian folklore slash urban legend, they say you are to never acknowledge a not deer. An app, an old Appalachian rule of the forest. I know you've heard this. If you hear something at night, no, no you, you didn't. didn't. If you see something strange, you are blind. If you hear your name, that's not your name. Shh. If you feel something behind you, you walk the same. You do not run. It's not there, and it didn't happen. Yep. So the way to identify a not deer is it being on two legs. So we'll get into like. Oh, okay. okay. There's like a lot of like. Things that appear in not, but not okay. across like all not deer sightings. Gotcha. So most sightings occur in Virginia and neighboring states. Great. <laughs> so at first glance, they appear as just an unassuming deer. It's only upon closer inspection that uh, one realizes something's not quite right about this specific deer. Okay. Um, so description from, um, this is from Skeptical Inquirer. Unlike other cryptids, the not deer is characterized not as a distinctly unknown animal, but rather how it appears and behaves in contrast to a known animal, a deer. Not deer are variously described as looking like a deer, but with there being something wrong with them. Gross. So they have body sizes similar to that of a moose. So they're like bigger than <laughs> okay. a deer. All right. So sometimes they have multiple eyes, but almost always they're described as having forward facing eyes. So this is significant because deers are herbivores. So their eyes are on the side of their heads so that they can see. I'm trying to picture this in my head right now. So a deer has eyes on either side of their head because they're herbivores. So they need to see if a predator is coming up on them. So that's why deers have eyes on the side of their head. Uh, oh, yeah, they do. Carnivores. But they also kind of look forward. Carnivores have forward-facing eyes. But see how they're more on the side yeah, of their Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Think about a human. It's creepy. Or like a lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like any kind of predator. I hate the whole thing. Your eyes are going to be facing forward because you need to focus in on your prey. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that creepy? I never thought about that. It's very, it's one of those, like, it's a subtle difference, Mm -hmm. but it's one of those where it's part of, like, the, like, what's not right about this deer? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, his eyes aren't sitting right. So his eyes are supposed to be all the way in the front if it's a not deer. Um, That's one of the, it could have multiple eyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a telling deal. But I mean, if it's got two eyes still and they're in the front, that's a not deer. Sometimes the eyes are said to appear human. And that okay. they have a piercing gaze, almost as if they are seeing through you and down to your soul. What? Um, they'll have unnatural joints, may have more or less joints than you would expect. Legs may bend outward or upwards, then downwards, like a backwards letter N. What? They have Sometimes they have humanoid hands or feet instead of hooves. Oh, my stomach already um, is. Sometimes they're bipedal. They'll walk or run on two legs. Gross. Run. On I didn't two even legs. know that was a name. Bipedal. Yeah. Two. I didn't know that. Feet. I did not know that. It's like quadruped. No. Four, nope. Four, Gross. Four feet. I get it now, but okay. I've never heard that. Um, unnaturally larger web-like antlers. <laughs> Gross. Um, they're followed by this sense of predation, like they feel predatory, and those that encounter them describe a deep sense of dread. Oh, my God. Like, you get scared. Ew. Yeah. Okay. Um, They feel sentient. Like, it looks like it knows that it's, like, looking at you. Uh, They tend to be encountered most when people are alone in the wilderness and while people are in transit. So I find find it really interesting that, like, a lot of the stories that you come across about, like, not deer take place when people are, like transient they're like moving from one place to another they're in their car they're on a walk they're like it's just a really weird like correlation yeah um and so something that like when that was noted in my research i just started like 
like, okay, well, what is a deer, like, in mythology? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, what kind of, like, reverence does, like, a deer hold? A lot. Deer have significant roles in the mythology of various peoples located all over the world, such as objects of worship, the incarnation of deities, the object mm-hmm. of heroic quests and deeds, or as a magical disguise or enchantment slash curse for princesses and princes in many folk and fairy tales. Mm-hmm. The deer also symbolizes a connection to the supernatural, the other world, or the fairy realm, mm-hmm. being a messenger or an entity's familiar. Yep. An interesting connection between this increase in sightings uh, while people are in transit and that deer have often been regarded as messengers between worlds. Yes. That's the connection that I made. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's really interesting that they're seen as messengers between the worlds. Yep. And it's always, when, like, nine out of ten when someone's seeing these things, it's like, we're traveling from one location to another. Yeah. I just think that's an interesting correlation. It is. Um, and then on the note of it, of, like, deer being, like, a familiar, like, are these not deer here, like on the behalf, on the whim of, under the confluence of someone yeah. else. True. Oh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like little drones, if you will. Yeah. Little messengers. Yeah. Um, so I cannot talk about not deer without bringing up chronic wasting disease. So do you remember way back when I first started, like, researching stuff for the pod and I brought up getting torn to shreds on Reddit? Yes. This is what I was looking for. <laughs> I was oh my looking, God. I was looking for stories about the not deer. Okay. And you will get eviscerated at looking for stories about <clears> the not deer because the first thing out of a skeptic's mouth is going to be chronic wasting disease. Chronic wasting disease is a real thing. Okay. Right? So they're also called zombie deer. This is this is real, what I'm about to tell you about. This uh, is not like any kind of like folklore. This is a real. So okay. chronic wasting disease is a prion disease that affects deer, elk, reindeer and moose okay so a prion according to the cdc um refers to abnormal pathogenic agents that are transmissible and are able to induce abnormal folding of specific normal cellular proteins called prion proteins that are found abundantly in the brain the functions of these normal prion proteins are still not completely understood so this is a prion disease so there are these like there's a protein in your brain that there's this disease affects specifically mm-hmm. and they're not even entirely sure like one how it fucks these up so bad and the actual purpose of these like entirely of these prions like what role they play wow. in the overall like brain right so it has been found in some areas areas of north america including canada and the united states norway and south korea it may take over a year before an infected animal develops symptoms which can include drastic weight loss that's where we get the wasting Stumbling, listlessness, and other neurological symptoms. Chronic wasting disease can affect animals of all ages, and some infected animals may die without ever developing the disease itself. Oh, wow. Chronic wasting disease is fatal to animals, and there are no treatments or vaccines. To date, there have been no reported cases of chronic wasting disease infection in people. Okay. So it literally makes it, they're called zombie deer. Like, okay. this is a real disease. Yeah. It literally, like, you look up pictures, it literally looks like um, a thestral. I won't be doing that. Kind of. Okay. Like, you know, they're like these, they're so emaciated. And they, it, so like sad. Uh, because it affects the brain, yeah. they like think like mad cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they are known to walk on two legs and what? like be very aggressive um, because it's their brains. It's like rabies, yeah, but in it's a. It's very, very similar to that. So anytime, like, there's skepticism in a not-deer sighting, what's the first thing that someone's going to say? Oh, you just saw a zombie deer. You just saw a chronic wasting disease. That wasn't anything supernatural. I have to look it up. Now, I want you to keep in mind, so that what, that, what I just described, that would be very oh my freaky. God. Yeah, right? That would be very freaky to see, right? All oh, these poor things. 
Oh, that looks horrible. Right. And so you stumble upon that in the middle of the night. Yeah, you're probably going to be scared because it Hell looks yeah. scary, right? That's some scary shit. But the thing that people <laughs> that, like, have seen these not deer yeah. point out is, like, okay, well, where am I getting the backwards-facing limbs? Why did it look at me with human eyes? Why yeah. did I think it was reading my thoughts? Why did it have, in some stories, they're, like, decomposed to the point of, like, it's just a skull on a body. What? So it's, like... That's horrible. How can both of the... Like, how can they don't, be both? They're not the same thing. It, right. They're not... It can't be the Correct. same thing. It can't be. Um, so I want to get into some... These are going to be um, encounters. Okay. These are going to be, like, eyewitness sightings. Great. Just what I wanted to know. Okay, so they're all in Virginia, I bet, aren't they? Mm. Some of them are. Gross. Okay, so remember how <laughs> at the top of the episode I read that post from Willow the Witch? Yes. Um, that's believed to be the first name mentioned of the Nadir online. Okay. It's not. I did some digging. Wonderful. Okay, so there's actually reference of what could be classified <clears throat> as a not-deer dated September 25th, 2014. The post was made anonymously to the internet forum... 4chan. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Alright, and tells the story of a 13 or 14 year old who had recently moved from the city to rural farmland. They claim to have had a housewarming party with a few friends from the city a few days after moving into the farmhouse. Mm-hmm. The group decides to explore the nearby woods and subsequ- subsequently come upon the leg of a deer. No signs of decomposition and no coagulated blood. The poster notes this I've I this Just is my this is my synopsis because like the way that this person wrote it out is God awful. Okay. I will. Twelve year olds writing it. stories. <laughs> I will link it in the show notes, and you read it for yourself. Um, you know, have you ever seen the internet meme where it's someone where it's like, "Be a cute girl, like get the hot chip," like no. ever, where it's like that kind of like where it's written like that. Oh like, my god. Be the hot girl, get the hot chip, like stupid, like live in the mall. It's written like that. Okay. Where it's like, be a thirteen year fourteen year old moving into the like where I'm like. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking reading this. Um, so they find this like deer wood, this deer leg in the woods. Um, the poster notes that the leg had to have been separated that day for how clean it appeared. Friends notice more animal parts strewn about the area, and at this point, some of the members of the party return to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poster and his friends continue further into the woods, where they find the body of a decomposing cow. Its face is picked clean of all soft tissue. They all decide to return to the house after this. The next day, all the animal parts are gone. What? So a week later, the poster notes that they have gained the courage to explore the fields around the house on their own. They state they are more confused by the encounter, not afraid. They wander the nearby fields until nightfall when they start to return to their house. Since they have no flashlight, they reach a field that was formerly used to harvest crops and stop as they hear a scuffling coming from across the field. Yuck. For a second, they worry that their dog has gotten loose. They stop walking and expect to see their dog come running up to them. Instead, they notice movement from about 30 yards away. It is decidedly not the poster's dog. (laughs) They state, Very clearly see some fucking really, really weird-looking thing with pointed ears and an elongated snout crossing my path on all fours while moving in a way that reminded me of a deer trying to learn how to walk immediately after having been born. Only it doesn't look like a deer, more like a cobbled together toy of one. Ew! And it's fucking enormous. Ew. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. That was 2014. Great. In Virginia, no doubt. Yeah. So, of course it was. Um, no, actually, I don't know where that one was posted. It's probably in my backyard. It's probably my neighbor posted but that. The, the, <laughs> it's widely believed that they weren't mentioned online until 2021. What? So what was that? Back in 2014. Gross. Mm-hmm. 
I would like to know. Not dear. So my next story um, was posted to Phantoms and uh, Phantoms and Monsters September 30th of 2023. Okay. So very recently. Perfect. Was it in Virginia? Um, Wisconsin. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, Sorry, Wisconsin people. Phantoms and Monsters, I highly recommend anybody listening. You would really like it too. Um, it's kind of, it's just like a blog, mm-hmm. but it's like all people just like submitting like supernatural stories. It is okay. lengthy. There are many a story on there. That's where this comes from. Okay. All right. So while working for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources in 2017, I was assigned to investigate investigate sightings of a particular deer in the South Kettle Moraine State Forest along the Ice Age National Scenic Trail. The description suggested that the deer suffered from chronic wasting disease. There were three different reports, each stating that the deer was malnourished, severely injured, and had a terrible odor. Mm. My first thought was that the deer had been wounded and that gangrene had probably yeah. set in. Mm-hmm. The part of the trail where the deer was reported was difficult to access with a vehicle, so I ended up hiking. The sightings were near one of the public shelters. The most recent report was made just about 24 hours previous. I reached a shelter just as a thunderstorm began to roll in. I looked around quickly for the deer, but the rain started to fall heavily, and I decided to wait it out in the shelter. The shelters in this area of the park are more like little cabins and used by backpackers. I took off my backpack and sat down. I was soon overcome by the stench of rotting flesh. Mm. It came out of nowhere, and it was so strong that I was nearly gagging. Gross. I looked around the interior of the shelter to see if I could find the source. Then I thought I saw something move past the doorway, but when I peeked outside, there was nothing. The stench then disappeared as quickly as it had manifested. I waited in the shelter for maybe another 30 minutes. The storm hadn't let up, but the stench suddenly returned. I didn't know what was going on, but I knew there was something terribly wrong. I can't explain how I knew. I just knew. I then heard something scrape against the side of the shelter. It was loud. I looked out through the window, and I saw what looked to be white antlers. Now, that didn't make any sense at all. It was early summer here in Wisconsin, and bucks don't start growing their antlers until much later in the season. Mm -hmm. Even if they were early, they would still be covered and covered in felt. I figured this must be the injured deer, and it certainly smelled like it was on death's door. Yuck. I tried to get a better look out the window, but the animal appeared to be moving towards the door of the shelter. Whatever it was, I was about to see it soon enough. I couldn't shake the feeling, though, that there was something off about this whole situation. I removed my gun, a 12-gauge shotgun with slugs I had packed in to dispatch the deer. I pointed at the door, and I waited. The doorway was dark because of the storm, but I could still see well enough to know that the creature that walked into view was not an injured deer. It was about twice the size of a full-grown male whitetail, and its body was absolutely skeletal. Its fur was long and stringy, like the kind of long hair you would find on a dog, and Mm. parts of it were missing fur completely. But the worst part of it was that its skull, its head was a skull. Oh, my God. No skin, just bones with the antlers attached, and I didn't see any eyes in its socket. I could see it had a tongue in its jaw, and its teeth looked like those of a deer, but the lower jaw didn't appear to be hanging on by much, and I didn't know what this was. That makes my skin crawl. It was standing there in that dark rain-soaked doorway before I fired at it. I hit that creature three times center mass, and it ran away. It was weird, because it didn't fall down, and it didn't even falter a step. It just ran away. Ew. I waited another hour for the storm to pass before hiking out of there. I had never been so scared in my life. If a shotgun couldn't stop it, there was nothing I could do if I ran into it again. I finally reached my truck. I had no idea what to report to my boss. I eventually decided to report that I never observed the deer. I thought that if I reported the truth, it would raise red flags about my confidence. Not long after that incident, I found another position within the the department as a conservation warden. Wow. Changes your whole life. 
Yep. See you in a crypt. And he was just like, I'm just going to not report it, and I'm yeah. just going to, like... How about I never look at to, that again? <laughs> yeah, try to, try to get a different job. Gross. I would never sleep again. At least that one was in Wisconsin. Thank God. Yeah. I'm sure you've got more coming. I know. Orange County, Virginia. <laughs> right up the street for me, in case anybody wants to know. This was posted to Creepy... Uh, Beyond Creepy. Of course it was. Posted uh, May 14th, 2019. So fall of 2017 in Orange, Virginia, a man named Paul was sitting on his back patio smoking a cigarette and talking to his friend. It was around 10 p.m. at night, and he states, the yard goes back really steep down to the lake here, and there's lots of woods and mm-hmm. stuff in between brush, and it's pretty thick. Well, suddenly I heard something running across the yard, and there, right through all that thick brush, I thought, what was that? My friend said, what? I said, I don't know. Something just ran through the yard. It was big, whatever it was. So Paul assumed it was a deer, even though he had never seen a deer run through his front yard before. Brushing it off, he continued talking with his friend until he heard a noise coming from his dock. Mm. I was like, there it is again. For some reason, my first thought was there's some kids playing around down there. I don't know why I thought that, but that's the first thing I thought. Anyway, I got up and I went running over towards the stairs to go down to the dock. And there's steep stairs. And when I get to the stairs, I get to the top of them and I look down and there's this thing running up the stairs towards me and i was just in shock it was like it was a person but it had a deer head it was running up the stairs so fast it was crazy it could even it it was crazy that it could even move that fast and it was staring straight through me and i'm just standing there and i'm staring at it and it had red eyes it actually had red eyes it kept staring me in the eyes, and I was staring right back at it eyes, just kind of in shock, I guess. When it got right up to me, it actually said something, like four or five syllables, really fast. It seemed like it had said words, but I don't know what they were. And then it ran right. It just kept running and ran right past me. I could have touched it. It was within inches of me. The stairwell is only four feet across. The antlers weren't like the deer around here. They weren't like the white-tailed deer here. They were more spindly. They were, spor- they, were, they were spindly, and there was more, a lot more, like ties or branches than normal, than they have around here. I actually saw a branch once, and I was like, oh my god, that branch looks like one of the antlers on that thing I saw. Oh my god. I have hardly told anybody about this because it was just the craziest thing I've ever seen. That's what someone suggested, but I said, no, no, it was moving way too fast. It was. It was moving so fast that when I thought about it later, I was like, man, it was almost like it was in a different dimension or something. That's all I could think about. Mm, let me tell you, Orange is less than 30 miles away from me. Do you said this was in 2023? That one? That one was in 2019. Okay, well, well, no, that took place in 2017. It was posted in 2019. 2019. But what I found really interesting about that one... He spoke words, first he of all. He spoke words. It's like a man body with a deer mm-hmm. head. And he said that after the fact, once he was able to process it, he felt like it was from a different dimension. Which, what were we talking about? Deers being messengers? Yep. And like, are they... That's fucking weird. Here on the beck and call of something else? Are they transient? Are they popping in and out between dimensions? I hate all of this. You spoke too soon. I knew I was going to creep you out with one of them. Okay, great. Here's we were talking about leave the world behind. Imagine going to run out your front door into the apocalypse and there's just a bunch of deer standing in your front yard. <laughs> that was the worst part about that movie. I'm that telling you. Terrifying. It was. Movie itself, awful. The message yeah. behind the movie, terrifying. <laughs> First thing I would do if I saw animals freaking out is I would lose my mind. Oh, yeah. 
Animals tell you everything you need to know. And we both are dog owners. So, like, our dogs would be losing their minds and we would be like, what is happening? Unfortunately, this one is kind of, like, dumb as rocks. Like, she's a smart dog, but she's also like, meh. You know she what I mean? dog sense that true. we don't have. That's true. So. She wouldn't and save that's what would me, freak I know you the that. Fuck out. She'd start freaking out and you'd be like, what? I don't know. I, I already told you what I would be doing. <laughs> yeah, we know. Um, okay, so I have one last one. The creepiest one. I got it. Go ahead. This is a listener story. <gasps> Yay! Yeah, so our listener story was a not dear story. No way! And that is what gave me hope. Oh. All those people tearing me to shreds in all those comments, I got one direct Oh, I'm so excited. She, she had said, she was like, I have a story if you want to hear it. And I said, absolutely. And she told Shut me it. Up. And she wasn't worried about any what anybody thought. And she said that we are free to tell it how we want to tell it. I love it. So Yay, our first listener tale. Okay, cool. I'm so um, excited. So this is from Creepy Goth Nursey on Reddit. Okay. I love that handle. Yeah. All right, so this is her story. So I live in an Appalachian college town where things often get weird. Mm-hmm. And not just the college students careening from bar to bar, but <laughs> old things, things never spoken of but known to all the long-term residents of the town. I have lived here for most of my life and was prepared, which I think saved me in the end. It was one late October or early November evening when I decided to take my dogs out for a walk. I didn't take a flashlight, thinking I would have plenty of time to make it back before dark, but I miscalculated the setting of the sun and lost the light. Our walking path took us down a hill through the backyard of my house. This backyard sits next to a hayfield. As we were passing through the hayfield, I heard a strange noise. My oldest dog, Buster, stopped dead and went completely quiet, nipping at the other dogs to remain silent as well. I looked in the direction where Buster was staring, and I saw five to six of what I initially thought were deer. I felt a strong... I felt a second of relief to think... They were only deer before I realized that something was very wrong. Deer eyes don't glow red for starters. Wow, two red eyes. And even if they did, their eyes aren't on the front of their heads, like Mm. human eyes. And more to the point, startled deer run away. Yes. Not begin to advance forward. Menacingly. Oh my god. With a gait that reminded me of the walkers from The Walking Dead. Oh, my lanta. In the end, Buster probably saved us all. As the deer continued advancing, he grabbed my coat sleeve and started pulling me down the hill towards my house. This snapped me out of my astonishment, and I gathered up our smallest dog, led our middle dog, and Buster led us all as we ran like hell for the house. I flung open the door, got the dogs inside, then turned back to look. There, standing about 30 feet away, much closer than normal deer should have dared to come, they were all standing at the edge of the light from my house as if they couldn't come any further into the light. Wow. I'd like to say I did some sort of heroic deed, but instead I just slammed the door, locked and bolted it, and sat clutching a machete for the rest of the evening as if that would have done me any good. Right. I haven't gotten a good look at them ever since, but I think they may still wander through that field from time to time. I just know I don't go out after dark without a light source anymore, and whenever I see a deer, I check to make sure its eyes are in the correct places and that they aren't glowing red. Wow, goth nursey. No. <laughs> and that's the not. I see so many deer, obviously. Like, we have yeah. tons of woods. We You're have, rural. You're we rural. have huge packs of deer that come through our backyard constantly. Mm-hmm. We're in a qua- across from an equestrian community, mm-hmm. so they're here all the time because mm-hmm. they don't want to be over with the horses. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited at all. Um, so this is from smithsonianmag.org. Okay, so a real thing. This is real. Yeah. This was back in 2017. You may remember this headline. I don't. 
Deer caught gnawing on human bones. Yes, For the I first do time, remember that. Researchers spotted a white-tailed deer chewing on a rib bone at a body farm. I do remember and there that. It is. Yep. Ugh. Ew. Gross. Creepy. It'll be in the show notes. Oh, I hate it. So, I mean, obviously that is a deer, and they're like, there's mm-hmm. like a whole science behind this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the of course, of they have to say something. Like, yeah, but they're so hungry. <laughs> Gross. Mm. I hated that whole thing. Mm. Spoke too soon, Miss Man, but I know. I know you love the Appalachian, like, yeah. folklore. I, love, I know that you, you've you mentioned that to me before about, like, yep. the hearing things in the woods, and no, you didn't. Nope. Um, but I loved that, like, the way that it was written there was very eloquently. Like, wow, in our first... If you hear your name, no, you didn't. Absolutely not. I don't... Well, we just heard a noise, too, and I should have never been like, did you hear that? Don't acknowledge it. No. <laughs> I want to do, so I want to do an Appalachian folklore episode yeah. with more, di- There's more a in-depth ton. of that. But I want to do a mimic episode, too. No way. Oh. Because there are so many stories of people just, like, being home alone. And of like, course. Like, if you were here, like, just, like, right now, and we heard, like, Andre downstairs, like, call us. And it's not, yeah. And we know for a fact, like, where he is. Um, My dad uh, often has, um, he's, I don't want to say, like, sees things. I don't want to say, like you know like in a creepy way like the ghosts that he tends to see um are people that he knows right that have passed do you know what a faint is but he often hears mimics oh i that creeps me out and it's always in a voice of what you would think the person is right like the person like his nan he he hears past like people that have passed on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he never he also sees passed on Right? Okay. Like, sometimes he'll see passed on. Okay. But they don't talk when he sees them, but he can hear them in other times and not see them. And that, to me, is a mimic. That's a mimic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the creepy part of it. I don't care about the ghost part of it that you could see. Yeah. That wouldn't freak Maybe me out so much. Yeah. But the mimic part of it freaks me out. I'm like, please don't ever say anything. Do you know what a faint is? No. I want to do an episode on faints too. So it, they come from Irish folklore. And I'm surprised I don't know this. A faint is a specific type of doppelganger. And it's when I see like, let's say like me and you are separated and like you are off somewhere dying and I see you in my front yard. Like, it's a doppelganger of you, but it's, like, specifically at a point of, like, you're off dying somewhere. Off dying. Yeah. That's it's wild. Yeah. Interesting. No. It's, like, an old Irish folklore thing. I've never heard They're that. Like a type of doppelganger. Yeah. Interesting. Because I want to do a doppelganger episode. I have so many. I have shows that take us into, like, season five. <laughs> I have a doppelganger on the internet. I have a doppelganger, and she scuba dives. She looks like you? I, I mean, I'm telling you, I sent a video that I found to Andre, and he was like, when the hell did you do that? And I was like, that's a great question. I found, and I sent it to my mom, and she was like, what the hell? That's funny, because there's <laughs> what a guy. are you doing? There's a guy on TikTok. I'll have to find it, and we'll, we'll have to try and see if we can link him in the episode. Or like in, I in the think episode you look like that one guy that I saw all the I don't think I time. look anything like that guy, but you I did do. find another hairstylist guy where I sent, I found the video. where like, I, It freaked me out for a moment, because I was like, that's my face. Like. At first, I thought it was one of my videos popping up on my feed, and I sent yeah. it to my best friend, and she was like, I can't look at that. She was like, that freaks <laughs> me out. It's you. It literally I'm gonna looks see if just I can like find me. this lady's name. Um, but yeah, no, I, mimics fascinate me. Like, yeah. Because have you ever heard any of the stories of, like, people hearing, like, robot voices in the in the woods? Yes. Um, well, Terrifying. there's a lot of things that people hear in the woods, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I'm going to, I have an episode coming up that's going to blow your mind about stuff happening in the woods. Mm-hmm. And I'm surrounded by woods at my house, so. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, love you, that. You set the bar high when you were like, you haven't scared me yet. I'm like, hmm, give me time. 
great. Give me I'm Steve. Thanks I'm for using into my it. My fingers doing a Mr. Burns. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for easing me into that. I much appreciate. It's you made it through the Creepy Pasta episode, and that literally had kittens and mouths. So, kitten. <laughs> I remember that. That's actually on our TikTok. So go follow us there. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe. share. We love it all. Five star review. Wherever you're listening to podcasts. Yeah, we would love reviews. That means a lot to us. All right, we love you guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. A semi-charmed kind of podcast is hosted by Ashley Williams and Kyle Yugis. Music credits by Chauncey Fortune and art by Decay Decor. Keep listening and keep it cryptid. Wrapped in fragile hands.